excited to, to share with us this morning. But I'll, I just want to start off with a funny story of when I was still a kid. Um, actually, matric. Um, something happened one evening, and it will sort of add to what, what I'm going to share this morning. So I was, uh, I think I was matric, um, and I was, we were at our youth called Coffee Krug, um, and we were at this youth evening, and I, I was leading worship that evening, playing guitar and singing. But just before the youth, we, we heard that there's four guys that came to, to the youth, and they actually want to come and pick a fight with us. Because <laughs> my brother, he's, he's like a Casanova kind of guy. He, he was the girls, and so, so he, he, he sort of helped one of the girls. They were going through some, and now the boyfriend wanted to come and pick a fight with us. But now I'm the brother. He's my younger brother. He's the year and four months. They want to come and have this fight with us. And I told the guys, we're not going to fight now. I'm leading worship now. <laughs> so I'm not going to get into a fight just before coffee crew. Um, and, and so actually I said, no, if you want to, you can wait for us. But for now, I'm, we are here for coffee crew. We're going to serve the Lord. <laughs> so, and you know, in that stage, I also, at school, I was the, the CSVF Voorzitter, the chairperson of the, the, the Christian body. So I was actually a, a leader, in a sense, of the Lord's things in school. And so, and, um, so led worship. We had an amazing evening. And after this evening, these guys were still here. And, and so the word came out. One of them is a black belt karate guy. So he came. And, um, and then there's three other guys, the one whose girlfriend, my brother, got talking to and it was mad so now they want to fight with me also so we said okay let's go and talk to them so we took our friend frank he's a bodybuilder so we thought if frank is there he, i mean we'll be okay and and then we my other friend dennis he's like a jack russell so i mean to get him is like, <laughs> and i was just like okay we're just going to talk to these guys and just see if we can can resolve this conflict and my brother was with there and um we we started talking and I mean, these guys, they don't want to talk. So the one guy swing at my brother. My brother stepped back, and he also swing back. And then it was like last week's rugby game. Everybody's in, and it's like amazing. This is a thing happening there. So, and there's so well. Um, and what's, what's funny, I, I mean, I just went for the karate guy. I was just like, if I can get him, then nobody will get hurt. So I hold him. I say, and, and, and they were like, well, I wanted to, and I said, you can hit me, but I'm going to love you with the love of Jesus. So I was like radical at that stage. So I was saying these things, and, and, and the fight never really went anywhere. Um, and I think my brother got the only shot in or something. But we just dismantled this thing. Monday at school, I was like a kickboxer, the stories that went through school. But I just hold the karate guy, and he couldn't move. Now, this fight sort of was sort of, we were outnumbered in a sense, like none of us are karate <laughs> so, I mean, like, we didn't know how to, but we were, the odds was actually against us. And, um, and there's a story in Second Chronicles 20. Now, you know, there's no spiritual link to this story. It's just funny. <laughs> and, and just something of, of just um, being part of a fight and the odds are against you. And, and we read in Second Chronicles 20 of a story of a king, King Jehoshaphat. And, um, and it's not an unfamiliar story. I think most of us actually have heard this story before. Um, and, and just to give you guys a summary of the story. Um, so Jehoshaphat, he was actually a good king. 
he did, he saw, he did okay. There were a few things, but generally he was okay. In chapter 19, it speaks about Jehoshaphat. That is, he, he brought the people back to God. He went into the, the villages. He didn't just sit in, in his castle or the, whatever he, they lived in in that time. And, but he went into the villages and told the people to t- return to the Lord. He put people in place to encourage them to fear the Lord. And so at this stage, it's actually going well with Jehoshaphat. And then we get chapter 20. Should I put on my glasses? Then I can see what's happening. So I want to read from verse 1 here. Um, And it says, hello. Um, (laughs) Verse 1. After the Moabites and the Ammonites, after this. So after what? After it's going well, Jehoshaphat's bringing. If you remember this, Fritz. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't see you if I do this, but it's only for guys. so after this, after it was in this blessing of, of, of what God was doing, um, now this happens in verse, um, verse 1. After this, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and with, with them some of the Menunites came against Jehoshaphat for a battle. And, um, and this, some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom. So these three nations are coming and the odds are against Jehoshaphat. He's like, it is, it is like almost impossible to uh, think three nations coming to fight against him. And then it goes on to um, where, where Jehoshaphat, um, he actually um, responds to the Lord. He, he, he responded to the Lord. He was afraid and he responded to the Lord. And, and it says from verse... Um, where am I now? Verse um, 6 to 13, Jehoshaphat prays. He's got this prayer. Then Second Chronicles. I'm just giving you some highlights because it's quite an extensive portion of Scripture. Then verse 14 to 17, the Lord answers this prayer. And then um, in verse 18 to 22, they act upon what the Lord tells them. And from verse 23 to 30, God wins. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's what happens in the whole story. It's like, God wins at the end. So um, I'm finished preaching now, um, and I'll go home. You know that God's winning. No, 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 let's go on. So what I want to share with you this morning is three responses that Jehoshaphat had in this, in this portion of Scripture that I believe is key for us in this time. And before I share this, I want to ask Simon to, to quickly share with us what happened with you this week, because it's going to link in with what I want to share. So you can come quickly. So um, in this week, um, I had a, I think it was Monday, just like a really a down day. I just felt overwhelmed and anxious, a lot of things happening. And then uh, I just went up to my room, made, started making my bed, and there was a wasp on the bed. So I opened up the windows and the doors, and I just sat on the bed like, Lord, take this feeling, like just take this overwhelming feeling away. And the next moment, a dove flew in and just like sat on my carpet. And first I was like, oh, no, a bird, like now it's going to be all chaos and so anyway, and then this bird just sat there like so peacefully. And then I just felt the Lord say like, even though you don't see me now physically, like I am with you. Um, I've never, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will give you peace. And as like, I, I just felt like tears just started coming. I'm like, Lord. Oh. And then the next moment the bird flew up and sat on my shoulder. And I was like, what? And then I cried even more. And I almost just think of like the Lord reminding me to look to him. He gives me peace in this 
hectic time. Um, yeah, that's short. <laughs> yeah, just it's just so amazing. When I saw that, actually, the bird sat still, so she could actually take a selfie <laughs> while he's sitting there. So it was just amazing how the Lord actually um, came and comforted her. And Jehoshaphat, when he heard that these three nations were against him, it says in verse 3, um, it says, Then Jehoshaphat was afraid. Um, and I believe that many of us actually in this stage, in this time, are feeling overwhelmed and afraid. And you know what fear does? It brings you to a halt. It pacifies you. It, it brings you to a place where you actually can't function. And Jehoshaphat here is not a man, a, a human being, that actually, when he heard this news, he was afraid. And I felt that in the Lord that there are many of us that actually feels overwhelmed at this time. There's, the odds are against you. There are armies coming from all sides. And you're hearing this news and, and, and fear grips your heart. Even like if you think of lockdown, of, of just, just like even marriages struggling, husband and wife, children um, and, and parents not, not getting in. It, just, it feels like the odds are against him right now. And the first response that Jehoshaphat had in this is, in, further, if we read on with first, verse 3, it says, um, And he set his face to seek the Lord. In, when the odds came against him, he set his face to seek the Lord. And I believe that if you're feeling overwhelmed, you're feeling fear, you're feeling like even like she, the longer version of her story is like later that day, she, she felt overwhelmed again. And I think this thing will come against us the whole time, fear and anxiety. And, and, and we can learn something from Jehoshaphat here. He set his face to seek the Lord. And you know what's if you go on further in verse um, 3, um, we can go back to verse 3, and it says, and he proclaimed the fast throughout Judah. And it, what's amazing of this is, is that he didn't do this alone. He actually called others with him. He just didn't sit there in his house and, and sought the Lord on his own. He actually called others, hey, we are in, in trouble. And he called the fast. Um, and, and, and this is how he positioned himself. So, the first response, I'm going to mention three today. So the first one is seek. Jehoshaphat sought the Lord. And, and though, now it goes on. In, in, um, and remember I said that then there's a portion where they're praying. So the nation are coming together. They're fasting and they're seeking, they, they're seeking the Lord's face to hear. So they start up from verse 6. They start this prayer. Oh Lord, are you not uh, the God of our fathers? So they're calling out to God and says, are you not the one that has a track record that is faithful? Are you not the one that delivered Joshua? Are you not the one that helped, that was with David? And, and he's, I mean, he's afraid, he's, he's overwhelmed. So he starts reminding himself of who God is in that moment. He says, are you not God the, the, over all the nations? Are you not sovereign? Are you not in control, God? And then he goes on, do you not have power in your hand that no one can withstand you? And, and, he, and he just cries out to God and, and just acknowledging who God is. And then in verse 
12, comes to the end of his prayer and just showing his posture, showing who he is. He's a man. And we read in verse 12, it says, Oh, our God, will you not execute judgment? So he petitioned God, Lord, will you help us? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Who of you have felt like that? Like you felt overwhelmed. You feel powerless. Remember, he just prayed, are you not the God that has power in your hand and that no one can withstand you? And he's like, God, we are powerless. We cannot do anything in this moment, but our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. And then the Lord answers his prayer from verse 12. And it says, oh no, from verse 14. And it says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehiel, um, I'm just, and, and, and he, in the prophet, prophet person, I don't know if he was a prophet, but he, he, he heard a word from the Lord. And then verse 15, he says, um, listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. And this, and I, I believe something of the Lord wants to come and tell us today, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the battle is not yours, but God's. The battle is not yours, but God. What I want you to see here is they didn't just storm out and take on this enemy. They first put their eyes on Jesus. They humbled themselves to a place of, I am powerless, but God. But what God can come and do in this moment. He goes on, says, tomorrow, go down against them. God didn't tell him, I'm going to deliver you. Just wait in, and then they will not pitch up. God actually wanted them to see the enemy. So he said, go out against them. And, and, and he says, don't just sit in the comfort. Go. You actually have to do something. Go out. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. And you will find them at the end of the valley, east of the wilderness. Now, that is important. I'm going to come back to this. So God's telling them to go to a place um, where, where, where they're going to see this army. And then you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm. And that's the second S that I want to, the first one is seek the Lord. The second one, God is calling Jehoshaphat in the nation to stand firm. And I'll explain a bit more what I want to mean of what I want to just read into that stand firm. Um, hold your position and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not, he says again, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against him and the Lord will be with you. The Lord will be with you. As the Lord came in, in, in Simon's story and just like, I'm with you. I'm with you. You do not be afraid. <clears throat> so, God is calling the people, and he, the first they seek the Lord, and then He's calling them to stand. And now we're going to read how did they stand? What was how? What did this mean? What doesn't just stand, or what? What did it mean for them? So after they heard this word, in verse eighteen, it goes like, and the Levites and the Kohathites and the 
Korathites stood up and praised the Lord. Um, I missed the part. Huh? Verse, yeah. Anyway, when they heard the news, <laughs> they were in awe. And they fell down and worshipped the Lord. Now everybody's on their faces, Joseph. And then suddenly the worship guys, they jump up and they start praising God in the midst of this holy moment. And they, they just start declaring who God is with a loud voice. And um, so they were standing. I'm going to come back to that a bit later. And, and then they rose early the next morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And um, when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. And now here's how they stand. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. How did they choose to stand? They believed who God is and what he said. This is the only way that we can stand. This is how we can face fears, as we put our trust in the Lord. We come and we say, God, we are powerless, but you are the one that has power in your hand that can move, that, that can come against enemies, and, and, and who can withstand you? So they stand before the Lord, and they obeyed what God told them. They actually went out that morning. So now, I mean, God didn't tell them, okay, how do you need to stand? So the first thing Jehoshaphat felt is, okay, people, Let's believe God. Let's take our stand. Let's believe who He is. Let's believe what He has done. And then they, at verse 21, they had counsel. And this is the third S that I want to get to, um, is sing. <laughs> um, so they, Joseph had seek the Lord. They stand and they sing. Now, and when they talk to one another, um, He appointed so the, this is the plan. Okay, we're going to appoint people to go and praise God. And we're going to send them out before. <laughs> Remember, this is not what God told them to do. He just told them to go out and stand. But amongst themselves, this was the only thing that they felt that would be an appropriate thing to go. So they appointed those who were singers and to the Lord and praise, and praise Him in His holy attire. And they went before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. And they give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. Come on. I give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever. So they sent the singers out in front. Now the army. And you know what? I want to highlight a few things. So they, they put people to give thanks. Now the word thanks there is one of the seven Hebrew words for praise. And it's the word yada. So just imagine they, they go, give thanks to the Lord. And yada means to thrust out your hands and throw it in like shooting arrows. And um, in thankfulness, in telling who God is. So these worship guys goes up in the head and they, they give thanks. And then it says, and they... They praise the Lord, which is halal praise. That means, if you go into that word, that Hebrew word, it is where we get hallelujah from. And I've, I've said this many times before, but this is something the Lord has really made alive again for me in this time. And it says, they were clamorously foolish. They boasted about God. They were raving. They were like, <laughs> and it was, they were 
They were like one that was in love, almost foolish, like didn't worry about my, who I am and, and, and just they praise God un, unreservedly. They, it was a wild praise. And one of the definitions is the unashamed use of their voices. So it was loud. And, and that was one of my favorite um, wor- words that describe praise. But then the next one, and they began to sing. And that's the word rina. <laughs> now, I like this word because it, it's really powerful. Um, so they went out singing, not just give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. Oh, we're going up to battle. No, no. It says here, rina is shouts of rejoicing. <laughs> uh, just picture this. Yada, hands going like this, calamorously foolish, and just didn't worry what people are thinking of them. And then they rina, they shouts of rejoicing, shout, shouting, loud cheering in triumph. It describes the kind of joyful shouting at the time of great victory. <laughs> so they, I can just imagine just seeing this image of this people coming and praising God. And one thing I felt the Lord wants to highlight us, it's like there are these hordes, these things, these enemies that's coming against us. And I believe as we have sought His face, as we seek Him, as we stand, God is calling His church to praise Him with wild praise again. Something with lockdown and with um, just in, in, in the, 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 the smaller groups and watching worship on a screen, as you, it's a measure of reservedness. It's like you, you're almost going to rece- receiving mode, just like, ah, oh, just enjoying the Lord. But something about praise, it's not, it's not about receiving, it's giving. It's pouring out your heart. It's, it's wild. And I don't know if you've ever had this feeling when you watch on a screen and want to jump around in your, and it, there's something powerful when the church comes together and praise God with a loud voice. And with shouts of victory. And I believe, church, this is the time again for His church to start praising God wildly. Yes, we can, oh, we don't have a good sound system, or we don't have a band. You know what? The, the third word here is they, they, and verse 22. And when they began to sing, Rina, and then they praised the Lord. It wasn't again the word Hallel. It was the word Tehillah. It is the singing of a loud praise. It's the singing of wild praise. But it also means singing unrehearsed praises to God. It's singing what's in your heart, not Matt Redmond's song. It's like making melodies in your heart and proclaiming who God is. Remember, they took their stand. This is who we believe. Now we go out and we proclaim that. And so there's something in this season where God is calling us to, to position ourselves, remember who He is, and and. Ex- Proclaim that with expressive, wild praise in this season. I'm getting excited about it. <laughs> Is this, uh, when, we, when Andrew did that word about the whole thing um, of, of how to do a quiet time, and he felt, he said, I think he said in that, he felt like the high praises is something that, 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 that we need to see restored again um, to the church. And if you, if you look at um, Psalm 149, verse 6 and 7. Let the high praise of our God be in, in, in our throats, the two-edged sword in our hands. It's just something of, let's get out of that 
comfort and just give him what he deserves. He is worthy. Yes, we, maybe we feel overwhelmed. Maybe you need that moment where you remind yourself, you seek the Lord. Maybe you need to, to hear what he say, but from that place proclaim who he is in this season and praise him for who he is. And then, the verse 22, after they've done this, after they've praised God wildly, it says, The Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and the Mount Seir, and who had, every, and who had come against Judah so that they were routed. So this enemy became confused. <laughs> they started fighting one another. They... And remember, I said God wins. <laughs> so now the people of Judah, they come to the place where God told them to go. Um, in verse um, where, where is that now? So they come to this place. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> But basically, <laughs> what, uh, I don't have my glasses on, so I'm like, where's the words? <laughs> okay, but yes, the, you come to this place, and what they see is just dead bodies. They see an army that was, the odds was against them, and they saw that this army actually was destroyed. <laughs> and God fought the battle for them. As they were seeking God, they stood and they sang praises to Him. And I believe something that the Lord is calling us in this season is to have these three responses as the armies comes against us. Remember, Joseph wasn't in a bad space. He was actually in a time of blessing. I think Mike mentioned last week about the two trade. You're actually in a good place, but then you feel overwhelmed. You feel fearful. And, and, and just if I'm trusting the Lord that we would be able to respond like Jehoshaphat, seek the Lord, take our stand by trusting God and obeying what He told us, and then sing our praises, ring our praise, shouts of joy, shouts of rejoice, shout of victory, because we believe, of, we believe in the one that we are singing about. It's not just singing a song. We actually believe that He is who we're declaring He is. And that's the type of praise that the Lord sets in ambush. And whatever attempt, whatever thing the enemy has to plan to come against us. So, I want to I just call this to a close. And, and as I come to a close, and, and, and I want to say, if you have recently felt overwhelmed, you felt fearful, you felt anxiety to come. Maybe there's another thing that you felt, but it felt like three armies that was surrounded. The odds were against you. We want to pray with you this morning. And I want you, uh, in a moment, I want you to stand and as, a, as, as, a, as a posture where we're going to stand and, and trust the Lord with you. And then we, I'm going to pray. And you, the rest of you can just, maybe if, you, if you're trusting the Lord for that, just stand. And then the rest of you, we can stretch out our hands to those individuals that are trusting the Lord. And then after I've prayed, I want us to all get up. And do some rina praise. And how could be calamitous if we there's not gonna be a band to hype us up or to 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 we just gonna declare who he is. 
who he is into these scenarios, like um, Joshua with Jericho, when they they shouted on the seventh and the walls came down. We're going to trust the Lord for a breakthrough to come in every individual that are struggling with these things. So if 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 that's you, you struggle, you felt overwhelmed, I want you to stand with me right now. If if there's fear and anxiety or whatever, um, you feel like these three armies are coming against you. Um, even if you're trusting the Lord this, this morning for something specific. And then those of you that, that's maybe in the time of blessing, and I want you, let's stretch out our hands to one another, and let's pray, let's trust right now. We seek the Lord, and we, 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 we glorify you, Jesus. So Lord, I prayed, even as Jehoshaphat started these prayers, are you not Lord of our fathers? Are you not God that has a good track road? track record. Are you not God that is in control over the nations? You rule over the nations, Lord. Do you not have power in your hands that no one can withstand you, Lord? Lord, I trust you, Lord, for each one standing. They might feel in this moment, Lord, powerless, feeling that they do not know what to do. But Father, I trust you that you will come in into these situations as we now praise you. Lord, we know it's not a quick fix, but we want to proclaim the truth of who you are in these situations. And we want to trust you, Lord. Come and break down walls. Come and come restore relationships, Lord. Come and set an ambush against the enemy, Lord. That the enemy, let, them, let confusion come, even as those armies that's coming against your people right now. Let confusion come. And let us together stand and start hearing the testimonies of you, Lord, destroying the enemy and the things in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I trust you for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Let's just praise. Everyone get up. Let's just praise the Lord together. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord.